Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about how to interpret what seems like market insanity. In my neighborhood, we're renting a townhouse while we complete a few construction projects, including a new house for my wife and I. The townhouses in this neighborhood were constructed two years ago and sold initially at about $550,000. Now this week, a townhouse came on the market about two blocks from the home we're renting. It's an end unit. Some upgrades have been made to the interior and the exterior. It's well landscaped with a backyard patio, a gazebo, and an outdoor dining area. And last year, we saw similar units in the area selling in the 700s. This particular property was listed last Friday. The listing said that no offers would be accepted before the following Wednesday, although the seller retained the right to consider preemptive offers. This is a very common tactic in a hot market for realtors to collect multiple offers and set up the equivalent of an auction environment. The asking price was $759,000. In the first weekend, there were 19 physical showings. That does not include the number of people who viewed the property virtually from outside the city and placed offers from a distance. In our current market conditions, five out of eight buyers are coming from out of town. A preemptive, all-cash, unconditional offer 105000 above asking was not even advanced to the seller for consideration. The expectation was already the property would likely sell for 200000 above asking price. So what is the justification of these high prices? Turns out that a single townhouse, a block away with inferior features and square footage, sold in the 800s not long ago. That townhouse is perceived to be worth about $100,000 more then that single point of comparison when you take into account the fact that it's an end unit and has about $100,000 in features and upgrades. So it would make sense that it should sell for $100,000 more if you accept that single comparable sale as representative of the market value. In the end, the property did ultimately sell for $191,000 above asking price with seven offers in total. The robust number of showings and offers suggest we're not dealing with an isolated buyer who's desperately willing to pay too much. There's a large number of buyers all clustered around the eventual sale price. Once this property was sold, there's still a huge wave of pent-up demand for similar properties at that price point. There's still six other families who didn't win the bid searching for property in that same area in that price range. Now, I want to be clear. This is a townhouse. It's a slightly nicer townhouse in a decent neighborhood, but there's thousands of townhouses just like it in the market. There's not thousands for sale in the market. In fact, there's only a handful of homes for sale because our inventory is so low, less than two weeks of inventory for sale in the market. So we're deep in seller's market conditions. In order for a market to be balanced between buyers and sellers, we need about three months of inventory in the market. Now, we saw similar conditions in 2006 and 2007, that 24 months later in 2008 and 2009 looked silly in retrospect. So the question is, is this a bubble? These prices seem expensive, but then you need to ask compared to what? A single family detached home is selling for even more. And if you can't afford a townhouse in the area, then your only other choice is a condo in a mid-rise or high-rise building. The result is severe price compression. Homes at the top of the market are selling at a relative discount compared to their entry-level counterparts. Newer homes that are under five years old seem to be selling at a premium. So new construction homes that are being sold by the major builders use a lottery system. Limited numbers of homes are being released into the market 
in phases, and each time a builder releases homes for sale, that lottery goes up in price. The price is twenty to $50,000 higher than maybe even just a few weeks before. And when home prices for the exact same product keep going up every few weeks, it's hard to believe that we're not in an inflationary environment. So as an investor, as a developer, you see the cost of construction materials going up. You see the price for sale on a per square foot basis going up faster than the cost of construction. As a developer, what would you count on? The natural bias is to forecast that tomorrow will be just like today. In the absence of data, to the contrary, tomorrow will be just like today. But we all know that market conditions, where a townhouse sells nearly 200000 above asking, is not sustainable. Yet we have the experience of nearly three years of market conditions that are very much like this. We had a seller's market in the year leading up to the pandemic. We had an acceleration of price increases during the pandemic. And here we are. Three years later, emerging from the pandemic and market conditions are continuing seemingly into the stratosphere. So market conditions might change as interest rates rise. Transaction volumes are down across most markets, but that could be due to lack of inventory as much as higher costs associated with borrowing at higher interest rates. I can tell you as a developer, we're being much more prudent in forecasting future values when it comes to selling new product. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.